0: The darkness, the speaking, it was done. Welcome to Sermons from Zion Lutheran Church of Gwinner, North Dakota. Zion Lutheran Church is committed to the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. the Gospel according to St. Luke, the 21st chapter. Jesus said... There will be signs in the sun and moons and stars, and on the earth distress of nations and perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves. People fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, straighten up. And raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. And he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees as soon as they come out in leaf. You see for yourselves and know that the summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I say to you, Praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. This is the Gospel of the Lord. To you, Lord In the name of Jesus. Amen. In today's gospel reading, Jesus, he warns us, yes, He warns us about the end of the world. He calls us to be watchful and to be alert for that coming day, that last day, the last great day of all days. He says to us, stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place. Indeed, Jesus is warning us. About the last day of judgment, along with its great wonders and its great terrors. He is warning us to be ready to meet him when he comes back again to judge the living and the dead. He calls us to be observant of the signs of his second coming. However, we humans, yes, we humans have this problem of not listening to warnings. It isn't that warnings are bad, for they do us good by alerting us, yes, alerting us to the fact that something troubling is about to happen. Indeed, we do not disregard warnings because they are bad, but rather we either have this tendency to shrug these warnings off, or we are too distracted with life to even hear the warnings in the first place. Take, for example, California one of the many examples out there. It seems that everyone knows about that mega California earthquake warning. We all have heard about it. That warning of the impending 8.2 magnitude earthquake that is supposed to hit that San Andreas Fault next to Los Angeles. Californians have heard this warning for years. They nod their heads, shrug their shoulders, and then go on with their lives. They do this because the warning does not give them the time nor the hour of the earthquake. That is to say, because the warning is not precise, it does not change anything in their daily lives. You see, when warnings are not specific or pressing at the moment, we typically end up writing them off and shrugging our shoulders and saying something like this. Yes, these warnings, they may be true, but it won't happen anytime soon. So I need not be alarmed. While there may be some wisdom to not getting weighed down with things out of our control, Jesus, on the other hand, warns us about this last day, and he calls you and me to be alert. He calls us to be alert and to be ready. Yes, even though we do not know when that last day will be, we must guard ourselves against this shrugging of our shoulders and saying, you know, that last day won't happen anytime soon, so I need not be alarmed. Dear friends, the last day could be here today. It could be tomorrow. It could be next year. Or it could be a thousand years from now. But regardless, yes, regardless of when it happens, we must not be so foolish to write Jesus' warning off as something that will not happen to us, but something that will happen in the future and need not concern us at the present time. There's also another side to this as well. Like a drunk... Yes, like a drunk, we can drink up life so much that we will not even see the signs or hear the warnings about the last day. That is to say, we can become so incredibly consumed with life itself that we become dizzy and intoxicated with the carelessness of life so that we will neither hear the warnings nor see the signs of the last day. Like a college student... Jumping from frat party to frat party, ignoring his upcoming college exam, we too ignore the warnings and the signs of the last day and let the good times supposedly roll. And let us not forget this. What happens after we become intoxicated with life? Well, Jesus says in verse 35 of our gospel reading from Luke that we can become so dissipated that the last day will come upon us like a trap. In other words, when Jesus uses this word dissipated, he means that we can become so intoxicated with life that we become sick and unresponsive. Stated crassly, when we binge drink and guzzle down life, that is non-redemptive, empty things of life, we will become so hungover and sick that we won't even open our eyes to see the signs or hear the warnings of the last day. Now, dear friends, Jesus is coming. And if not careful, we can be so intoxicated with the things of this life that we will be left in our drunken stupor clinging to the empty bottle of life. Take a moment and consider The things around you just take a moment and look around you marketers have been busy since halloween yes halloween trying to get you into that holiday spirit get the tree up get your presents up get those lights up don't miss black friday go 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 the commercials are trying to amp you up as well buy this buy that spend that money use this coupon 30% 30% off right now. Don't miss this opportunity. Your cell phones are continually dinging, giving you news alerts. This just in, news flash, breaking news. Social media is continually giving you updates about everyone else's remarkable lives. You hear the ding, and it says, the Joneses just posted a picture from Italy. Click, like, and share. And to make things even more intense, you have unfinished Christmas lists, you have bank accounts, you have budgets, you have kids' schedules, you have overflowing mailboxes, you have unwrapped presents, you have vacation plans, you have Christmas parties, you have Christmas programs, you have gift exchanges, you have gift returns, you have New Year's parties, and you have family get-togethers. You have all of these things that you care very deeply about things that can easily consume you and can spiritually intoxicate you so that your senses are distracted and dull to the Lord's signs and warnings. Dear friends, you have not, I repeat, you have not been called to be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness from the cares of this life. You have not been called to brush the Lord's warnings off to the side as if they are not urgent. You have not been called to dullness and apathy. But instead, Jesus has called you to be sober. He's called you to be awake. He's called you to be alert. He calls you to raise up those heads, to stand firm for the last day draws near. He calls you to be on guard so that the last day does not catch you off guard. He calls you to be prepared at all times. But how on earth are we to stay alert and to stay sober? How can we raise up our heads when we do not know when that last day will come upon us? How do we remain steadfast and not fall asleep in apathy or get drunk on life? Yes, how will we know when Jesus will return to judge the living and the dead when the exact date and time is not specified? The answer we are given is found in our reading from Romans today, the epistle of Romans. And we read this, For whatever was written in the former days was written for our instruction that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. Dear friends, what this means is that the Holy Scriptures, that is the Bible, is not only written for our instruction, but it is written because the Scriptures give the power of God that works steadfast endurance and comforting encouragement in us. You see, if we are left to ourselves, we cannot stay alert. Left to ourselves, we will write those warnings off and fall asleep in apathy. Left to ourselves, we will not remain steadfast and firm, but will become flimsy and weak from the drunkenness of life. Left to ourselves, we will dull the warnings of the last day and be left alone to face all the things that will take place. However, as we have heard today, you are not alone. The Lord has given you as a gift his very word, and even though the word was written long ago, you can be sure that it was written for you. For God wants to give you steady endurance and encouragement that comforts you as you keep alert for whatever he will do next. So baptize saints. Stand up and lift up your heads. Open your ears and sober up for your redemption has drawn near to you in the word. Listen to Jesus' word which is for you. His word that says, it is finished. It is all finished for you. Listen to this great resurrection, this great resurrection gospel promise of Jesus. I am with you always to the very end of the age. Look at the altar and see the very simple things of the bread and the wine through the lens of the blessed gospel promise. Those words, this is my body, this is my blood, given and shed for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Remember your baptismal reality. I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. You are marked with the sign of the cross, marked as one of the redeemed. Hear the voice of Jesus who speaks to you through the mouth of a sinful pastor. I now forgive you all of your sins in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You see, dear baptized saints, what you hear and hold fast to in faith not only prepares you for the future warnings, but encourages you and comforts you as you journey to that last day. Indeed, the Lord gives you his word. Not because you deserve it, not because you've made the nice list and stayed off the naughty list, but because you need it, because he loves you in spite of you. And when you hold fast to his word, you are promised not dissipation or apathy or drunkenness, but actual hope. Yes, the Word gives you great hope that no matter what comes before you from now to that last day, that you are not alone. Even when the world completely comes apart at the seams in the dark and chaotic days immediately preceding Christ's return and judgment, you shall not fear, for the Lord is with you. His Word has been proclaimed upon you, and you have received Him. So baptized saints... This Advent Sunday, lift up your heads. Yes, lift up your eyes. Open your eyes and behold, the Christ, the Almighty Son of God, is in your midst and is with you always, even to the very end of the ages. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org, or visit Zion Lutheran Church's website at www.zionwinner.org. The Lord bless and keep you.